Greetings, Flesh Wound and Trauma Freaks, and welcome to Flesh Wound Horror. I'm Flesh Wound Dan, joined by the ultimate Tromaniac himself, Producer Todd. Happy New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve. I think 2024 is going to be a wondrous year with no drama whatsoever. Also joined by Pugs Tread. Namaste. There you go. I New Year's res. New Year's resolutions. Does anybody have them? Uh, Armageddon. Armageddon. <laughs> Pugs rooting for the end of supernatural Armageddon or just man-made Armageddon? More than likely man-made, but I'll take whatever comes first. Uh, lesbian vampire planet. Armageddon. I can't get anything done. <laughs> Todd, I, I like the moniker of Tromaniac, though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, I get all those yeah. patches I want. Jesus. <laughs> I, I almost bullied Todd into spending how much money for that cardboard cutout? Toxic. You, Dan, um, you couldn't bully me. On <laughs> I almost did, Tad. You did Maggie not even move the needle. Me. Not even not move the, the needle. <laughs> you got your bid up to what for that? You were, what, like 400 No, I, I, I tapped out of like two. Oh, uh, like, okay. Okay. You, you were well, a went to the point I was like, nope. And, and you know, if it had that, that very rare mop attachment... Mm. You never know. It's still, I don't think you would be bullied into getting it now. Oh no! <laughs> if Dan thinks he had any 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 influence on my bidding, he is insane. I had a few of those, a handful of those at one point, and just cats, dogs. It and it was at the point where it's like, why keep collecting these if I'm shoving them in a closet so they don't get clawed up or pissed on? So. So you they can say you have the, it because you like to do that. I, I know. It, that's but... like 9% of damage. <laughs> oh, no. I, I display, though. If it's something that I shove in a closet, I will get rid of it. I do display my... Your sexuality. Stuff. Nice. Uh, anyway. Happy New Year, Dan. <laughs> that works, too. They're both. Uh, <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so, lots of, lots of great things coming from Flesh Wound in 2024 so stay tuned and, and what's uh, the most important thing of 2024 the only thing that matters in 2024 the trome tromversity tromaver tromaversary there we go there you go third time's the charm tromaversary i know hopefully you get tro masterpiece good when you when you say that this one so there you go there you go these are definitely so. two tro masterpieces so Sorry, yes. yes. Are they though? <laughs> Are they? Uh-oh. Oh, we're going to have a fight tonight. We'll see. I think we're going to have a fight tonight. Dane's going to bully uh, you into liking me. Yeah. <laughs> first, okay. first these Just films, like the then Return of the Living Dead. <laughs> Go shoot. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make, we're going to shove you Living Dead. Why are you bringing down the, the New Year sucks already? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, on that positive note. Wait, pause, though. The ending of that film seems like it's the perfect ending for you, though. <laughs> From Bring your... it to life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ending's the only good part. All right. So getting into our films of the evening, we're going to kick it off with the 1976 film from director Joel M. Reed, Blood Sucking Freaks. Uh, so Blood Sucking Freaks, if you're not familiar, Sardu, with a little help of, of his dwarf servant Ralphus, operates New York's most controversial theater, Sardu's Theater of the Macabre, where each performance is an expertly staged display of gruesome acts of torture. Device, divisive as his take on entertainment might be, the arrogant theater critic Creasy Silo is having none of it and makes it his mission to put an end to put an end to Sardu's grisly dramas. However, what audiences and critics alike do not realize is that each of these shocking shows is completely real with innocent nude women being maimed and murdered live on stage. When Sardu sets his eyes on beautiful ballerina Natasha, 
He's immediately smitten and determined she must star in his next production, whether she wants to or not, and that her stage partner will be none other than Creasy Silo himself. All right, so Bloodsucking Freaks, which uh, we are covering the uh, brand new Vinegar Syndrome 4K as I put it back together and show you right here with music almost as famous as Pornhub. (laughs) (laughs) This is true. Uh, So, uh, a little is that the reversible case when I forget? Uh, yes, it is. Does that mean you want me to reverse it? At least open it up and show you don't necessarily need to reverse it. There you go. There you go. All right. Well. I'm checking. I'm checking, Tad. I got to check for titties. I don't remember. But yeah, it's the open case there. That's what blurs are for, Dan. I'm trying to save you some blurring. We're not live, pal. (laughs) I understand. What are you talking about? We are spending our New Year's Eve with the less room speeds. And yes. you're just not answering in the chat. That's all that's happening. Definitely <laughs> not at a titty club. Definitely not at a titty club. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> so a little, little bit of background on this one. Uh, so it started its life under the working title Sardu, Master of the Screaming Virgins. And it initially had its theatrical run as the incredible torture show. Uh, but of course, Troma, once they got a hold of it, renamed it Bloodsucking Freaks, and it took off from there. Uh, so this one, the the story behind this is just about as crazy as the movie itself, which we'll get into. Uh, Joel Reed initially was trying to get a movie made called Teen Demon, which was kind of a period piece comedy. Uh, but he got uh, wind of this sort of fetish ballet that inspired him to write this uh, in a week. He was also uh, inspired by the Ilsa films, which had just come out. Uh, these these movies are kind of kind of best described. I think Eli Roth described it uh, along the lines of a nastier kinkier meaner version of hg lewis and his films didn't he do that commentary where he just started making shit up (laughs) eli roth did do that commentary before he blew up he got paid i think 50 dollars by lloyd which actually sounds a little high i was gonna say Uh, i think he's probably in upping his rate (laughs) yeah yeah he was charlie calling him up like all right i'll give you 20 (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that $50 included like some expired McDonald's Happy Meal coupons. Back when they had those uh, those those dollar uh, <laughs> McDonald's money, whatever it was called. It's New York, kid. Just go suck some dick. It's next uh, you know it? McDonald's probably paid him off for cutting into the trauma building with some McDonald's butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, I love this era of NYC, just sleazy, nasty horror. And this is among the sleaziest. Uh, a little bit of background on just some of the cast. Uh, this, uh, of course, Ralphus, uh, Louis de Jesus, they picked him up from Ringling Brothers Circus. Uh, Joel M. Reed claims initially that Herve Villachez, of Fantasy Island fame, was going Tattoo. to play... Tattoo was going to be Ralphus, but he had, if I recall as the story went, he like, he just disappeared and decided to go back to France. And when they got a hold of him, he just said it was easier for a, a, a person of smaller stature to get laid in France. So, uh, <laughs> is that right? <laughs> he, he, I, I guess. So, you know, he was, you know, he wasn't, I don't think he was tattoo yet. Was Fantasy Island on 76 this- now? No, okay, so he right his before, priorities, I, right though, right on. He didn't have to go to France once he got that fantasy island fame, that's for sure. Uh, so we ended up getting Louis uh, de, de Jesus, uh, who Good went call. on to do some triple X work, uh, the anal dwarf, of course, a Disney classic. That I did uh, not know. 
<laughs> yes, yes. Is, is, is he uh, pounding Snow White or is he getting his mind dug up? <laughs> and Dan, uh, how, how was it? Did you, I'm assuming you have it. Of course copy. Do, Amazing, mm -hmm. amazing. Well, unfortunately not signed. Uh, this movie had a lot of a lot of issues <laughs> with its cast. Uh, Seamus O'Brien, who was a, a Broadway actor, very good. He plays Sardou. Uh, if you watch the movie, the acting's actually quite stellar in this. They don't get the credit they deserve. Uh, he was murdered oh. uh, by uh, the rumors are a male prostitute that just robbed him and it went wrong and he ended up dying in his apartment uh there is uh viju krem uh who died in a very suspicious hunting accident where dick cheney not dick cheney uh that we know of uh, you would yeah she would have just disappeared uh no it it was her husband uh so viju krem also, she died a little bit later, and uh, Louis de Jesus died uh, in 1988. Uh, so this, this movie was definitely struck with a lot of tragedy, unfortunately, uh, behind it. And uh, it was made up of a lot of adult film, uh, not adult film, but uh, fetish actors that they had uh, actually gotten the location from it was essentially a dungeon and uh it wasn't even set decorated that much a lot of the stuff you see in this film was just there and it was a mixture of some of these basically bdsm people and uh it's the stories behind this are wild apparently oliver stone visited the set at one Al Pacino point was lurking around there too huh Pacino probably I want to say Pacino was there. Yeah. He was one of Asking the Asking about the bandanas. He was definitely one of the girls in the cage. Um and uh, I also should say Louis de Jesus was also in Gerard Damiano's Let My Puppets Come, the uh classic puppet adult film. It pugs if you have not seen that. I have not. And mm -hmm. I think I think you I need, need to so just hand jobs all around. <laughs> A lot of ruined puppets. Uh, rounding out uh, some of the cast. Uh, also very, wasn't in many movies at all, but Alfonso de Noble, uh, who played uh, uh, the notorious pervert Mr. Alfonso and Alice Sweet Alice. Uh, he also died he died, and that's an, it's another crazy story surrounding this death. He died because he was a very large man, <clears throat> and apparently he got stuck in, I don't know if it was a manhole or something, like something very weird. He My got greatest fear. <laughs> <laughs> he, he got stuck, and then it made the local newspapers, and apparently he murked himself out of embarrassment. So, uh, R.I.P. <laughs> Alfonso Noble, uh, who was also kind of a character himself he used to dress as a priest and go around cemeteries and he conned people out of money for prayers for dead relatives so that 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 gives you an idea of the, the class, the act. Class. class act class act <laughs> uh, the, hey as long as he was really paying for him they were getting what they paid for uh, uh it, apparently at the rap party v2 either prayer works about the same amount i mean just, <laughs> just be real Sorry. had to get my digging go ahead dude. uh at the rap party v2 showed up with a, a guy that she claimed was rod stewart except it wasn't rod stewart and just <laughs> i don't know if it was some guy banging her and claiming he was, was rod stewart it but... was stewart rod he just had to i was thinking it. of rod sterling when you said that, <laughs> that <Sterling. word>. <laughs> 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 Actually, that'd Joe, be a good Twilight Zone episode going around collecting shit from funerals. <laughs> Joel, I can't do Rod Sterling, but Joe, this this movie is it's way too fucked up for Twilight Zone. <laughs> that shit's have, out of limits. <laughs> we we can't have butt darts in in Twilight Zone. Uh, so, do you, have, do you have a butt dart, Dan? Because I think that's something you need. You need. They're just darts. Just, just a dartboard, but like painted like an ass or shaped like an ass, and you paint it. That'd be fun. 
I do not have that. Uh, you may have it next next Christmas. Well, there, you <laughs> there you go, next Christmas. So the movie. All right. So this film is like a nonstop assault on the senses. There is something absolutely insane happening every frame of this film from beginning to end. Um, there is all the perversion on display. I've kind of already tipped my hat that I love this, so I'm curious because I'm definitely going to have some going to defend you, it. Hard. You actually wave that flag every chance you get, and I'm I'm happy you do because that's that's well, cool that you love it that much. Is this a first time viewing for you, Pugs? No, we've talked about this before. <laughs> okay, I don't remember. Yeah. Why don't you like this, Pugs? Why don't you love? It's this? not this one. I, I, this was great. <laughs> oh, okay, well, never mind then. Dumb like that. I don't give a shit. <laughs> never mind. And also, I, I understand. Was, I was. You should have. You should have saved him. <laughs> You're right. Fuck. I fucked up. No. Todd was tipping his head. I had to bring it back. Kayfabe, man. <laughs> okay. 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 Uh, so, all right. So, what did you think, Pugs? Well, I actually really like this movie. I do think it's wild. Um, I had a friend that looks like Sardu. He was mm. definitely not as cool as Sardu. Actually, he was kind of a weenie. So, if you're watching this. Good riddance. <laughs> he moved. Um, but um, yeah, if he was half as cool as Stardew, I'd, I'd be like, yeah, dude, let's go hang out in your dungeon with these white slaves I'm in. <laughs> and only the white ones, please. There was some I didn't really care for seeing. Uh, Ralphus is the shit. He's a, a, he's... I was going to say, didn't, don't you have a wrestler friend who was about the same height that you don't talk to either anymore? <laughs> he made that decision, but he tried to come crawling back. And if I see him, I'll say hi, but I don't give a shit. Um, Ralphus is awesome. Uh, I always forget how much impact this movie has on Chris Jericho with the amount of the word idiot in this movie, <laughs> yeah, which is awesome. Um, uh, another <laughs> thing I like about this movie is um, it inspired a song called Blood Sucking Freak Show. It's just the name, but um, it's from Scum of the Earth, Riggs. Fuck yeah. Um, yeah, I, that, that scene that involves the actual. I don't know if it's not any blood, but it's like brain sucking. That's fucking hard. I don't know how they don't sell canteens like that because I know Dan would buy like five. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this movie's fun. It's fucking nuts, and um, I think Black Swan stole a lot from it. <laughs> Black Swan and blood sucking freaks. That's a hell of a double. Yeah, it's a performance. Uh, this, this, it's supposed what, to be a ballerina ba ballet. What? One day I'll finally watch Black Swan. <laughs> oh, don't get your hopes up. This one's way better, but Black Swan okay. is cool. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Very lightly. No, yeah. no darts are thrown into Natalie Portman's ass. Not a single one. At least on uh, This is also that movie where even Lloyd Kaufman thought it was a bit much. So that, that tells you something if you haven't seen it. Um, it it's, it's very mean. Uh, now, I would say in my opinion, also hilarious, but it is very, yeah. very couldn't could not be made today. And I'm not talking about the gore or anything like that, just the tone of it. Like it could not be made today. It's, it's how have you not dressed as Ralphus for Halloween? You get a bag of popcorn, some overalls, a yellow shirt, a fro. Because I'm not short. You That's make the it, only make it like size, make it a big bag of popcorn. Dan, like it's 2024. You can you can height up the part. This is these are facts. Okay. Okay. Um, anyway, you'd be much, much so, better off as the other Ralph. So just saying. So Lloyd, I think Lloyd's always had a little bit of a love-hate relationship because they obviously were forced to cut this uh, for an R rating. So he he pulled a little bit of a trick. Not the first guy to do it, where he sent out the uncut version, hand. uncut version under the R rating, and some mother. Some dumbass mother took her kid to it as though the incredible, it's, it's though blood sucking freaks was somehow going to be family entertainment. And uh, <laughs> yeah. was, was upset. I believe he ended up having to pay a $10,000 fine, which, you know, that time. Lloyd hates this movie than 100%. <laughs> he, he, he Absolutely. He had to pay money. <laughs> um, I always liked the fact that, that, even like Ralphus and Sardu were grossed out by the sadistic uh, doctor pulling out the teeth. And 
uh, all of that. Just Velveteen <laughs> rubdown. He was smart. Was like I'm not gonna get my shit bit. <laughs> treat her like treat her head like a Capri Sun. Fuck it. <clears throat> Damn. Uh, that was pretty fucked up. Uh, the uh, the making the girl hold uh the guillotine with their mouth uh, before being decapitated. The the everything just works really. Uh, this uh, sounds child friendly to me. Yes, I'm sure that was very uh very interesting. I'm wondering at what point the mom took her kid out of the movie. <laughs> Like, right before the credits roll, that scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, honey. I want to see how this ends. <laughs> I wonder if the, the uncut version includes the, the, the oral scene that was cut on the old trauma versions. No, that that for a long time just was lost. Um, I, I'm no, I understand that, but I don't yeah. know what at what point it was lost. It could have been lost post-theatrical run. This is true. This is true. This is, we could say it's an LGBTQ horror film. Because, you know, Ralphus and Sardu did have a relationship. So. Or we could just call it a horror film and be, leave it at that. 2024, <laughs> man. Yeah. It's, it's, an, it's, a, it's a classic gay Look, horror film. That's holes all I was are saying. holes. They appreciate it. Yes, 2024. They are more they, progressive than we are today. <laughs> all holes, man. They were. And sometimes you have to make new holes. Um, New so one big one. <laughs> so this this movie is just absolutely wild. I still can't believe how well it holds up. It it very like I said, it's much better acted than your typical H.G. Lewis film. And I I am an H.G. Well, Lewis guy. He was but... a stage guy, so um, like he was bringing out his inner Vincent Price because I could easily see Vincent Price doing this doing that role. <laughs> <laughs> it would have they would have to like pull a Jess Franco on Christopher Lee trick though for that to work. Like just you know, you cut away. Vincent Price is just reacting to something, and then it's like there's the lesbian getting her her clitoris removed or something. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just cut the evil laugh. <laughs> <laughs> you know that now that Dan just did that at 20, 24, 20. Uh, that's gonna be some fun, you know, footage. To <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Can you imagine, like Vincent Price, like he's like, all right, you're gonna be just doing darts in this scene, Vincent, and then he's like, <laughs> just it, just that that obvious cut to just a dart going into a chick's ass cheek. Uh, <laughs> I want that now. Hey. Look, AI, we can get the Vincent Price blood sucking freaks remake. It's we can make that they have happen. the same hairline. <laughs> <laughs> we can make that happen. We, can... we Dan, we. <laughs> we fuck yes, we. I will direct, I will direct AI Vincent Price. I don't think that's you know how AI works. <laughs> same personality, though. You have to lie to it, like to convince it to sign on. <laughs> <laughs> you have to lie to it, <laughs> Vincent Price. And why? <laughs> why is actually is my brain little... is going to a totally dark place because Vincent Price got me to Thriller, and then Michael Jackson with his documentary uh, about <laughs> not non darts, but buttholes are still involved. <laughs> you imagine Vincent Price? It's like, why is this little person going for my fly? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it, Vincent. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Just act happy. Uh, but anyway. I'm, I'm all for. I Dan's gonna get mad at this word. I'm all for a remake, but I want it trauma in house and Lloyd in the lead. <laughs> Fuck yeah! No sign. I I would not mind that at all. Okay. Oh, that would, yeah, it would can be we, a different tone, but can, can we get Chris Jericho on a green screen so he can be Ralphus? Oh, oh you know, he likes he's like Wonka. Oh, I was just gonna say they gotta Wonka him, yeah, that's exactly what I want. I think Jericho could play the doctor, yeah, but I want him in as Ralphus yeah. because we, we he's want the whole reason why, I, like, like, I like Ralphus to begin with. Uh, so Todd I would say now granted it's not in house so we have to make that uh, distinction but best trauma movie ever second best trauma 
uh, pickup ever. What's number one best pickup? For me? Well, pickup. For me? Come on. I sucked it off last week. Sucked it off on our first episode. I'd speak it, but it's unspeakable. That's number one. He I said he that. said this multiple times, dude. I'm, I'm no selling this because I'm aware. <laughs> I thought pickups you were going spinel. That's a weird one because they didn't pick it up till DVD. It was already like I don't associate it with Trump, even though it is. I I get okay. That. Sorry, you, all you're gonna do is, is knock that <laughs> third best. You're gonna remind me other ones I really really like. <laughs> But what it, what is your take? Three trauma pickup is that better? <laughs> there you go, there you go. What is your take on blood sucking freaks? What did you think when you first saw it? Because obviously, you're picking it up. You're obviously expecting something a little more intense. But the the deviance in this film is it's admit, pretty strong. I thought it was going to be like a different version of freaks to begin with. Mm. Um, I don't, I didn't really have expectations other than it had a trauma logo. I mean, I didn't know what I was getting into. I just knew I was going to get into something. Um, <laughs> the first time I saw it, I don't think I connected to it as much because a lot of it went over my head. So, I mean, it, I, I liked it. I remember the first time I saw it, but it wasn't till I think probably by the time the DVD came out and I really just, you know. Uh, yeah, when when the DVD first came out, and that's really when I was like, okay, this is, you know, one of their best. Well, at that point, I think it was I was like, this is one of their better pickups. So, and now, but like I said, it'd be top three of my favorite trauma pickups. Don't ask me to rate it with the other trauma films, Dan, because then you're going to get lower and lower and lower. <laughs> at some point, you got to just do a trauma ranking, not just in house, just anything that they put out. You got to make that happen at some point. And I know that makes it a lot more difficult, but I, I would be willing to do that with you. Not a review. I mean, we've reviewed a lot of this stuff. I have to watch them all. So why wouldn't I review them? Well, sure. But I'm just saying the top 10. Top 10. That, that would be a top 10 right, right now. now? Just, no. I could just pull up Lloyd's fucking. <laughs> yeah, 10. 10 Lloyd directed films. It, wow. That's Dan. Deep. I'm sorry. Any movie that's in the trauma catalog, I'm gonna guess gonna Todd. Todd, Terraformer, Firmer, Firmer. Sorry, Unspeakable, <laughs> Toxic Avenger. Really? That's what you think? No, Toxic Avengers one for you. Is it okay? But you put over a Terra. Fuck! I can't. Uh, I here's stupid? the thing. I say Terraformer or Citizen Toxic are trauma's best movies. My favorite trauma movie because it is what. I really in, that, that influenced shit. my my cinematic taste for life and changed my brain structure the first time I saw it. Okay. So it's always going to be Toxic Avenger number. Maybe one. it's good you didn't see Blood Sucking Freaks before Toxic Avenger. Yeah, that's very true. Citizen <laughs> Toxic and one for me. Oh yeah, see, and I I'm never going to argue with that because that like I'll go back and forth between that and Terra Firmer as like the best trauma movie. Mm. But my favorite is different. So okay, I still say Poultry Geist is in the discussion. Oh, it, it, it is. It's in. It's it's any yeah. of the Lloyd. I really love Shakespeare's Shitstorm too. Hopefully, pe- more people get to see Shakespeare Shitstorm soon. Um, until then, I'm gonna watch it, watch it, be like, I'm full of dead. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> but the, yeah, this is just filmmaking that does not exist anymore and i gotta say if you if you look at the extras we're not going to run down all the extras or anything but uh if you look at some of the joel reed stuff i love joel reed i've met joel reed i've literally been in line at a convention where joel reed i I come up to him and he just like taps me on the shoulder like look at the ass on her (laughs) <laughs> the dude was like a legit. Like the first time I met him, I remember. I I don't know if it was Chiller or where it would have been at that point, but it's like, man, look at the ass on her. <laughs> like, oh, hi. 
one of us one of us (laughs) you look at him on the extra features that dude is a hilarious perv. Some of his, <laughs> some of, some of his stories are hilarious, my dog. Um, and apparently, I don't know why he didn't name. You know why he got barf or whatever. I tried to name a dog <laughs> Ralphus. I tried to name a dog Ralphus when I was a kid, and it was denied. It was like, wait, what's that from? And then I, I think because it was before it's a ninja turtle just say that <laughs> they know i don't didn't watch that though even as a kid well you're doing it wrong dan <laughs> <laughs> what did you but tell I, them what you were watching when you tried to sneak your porn <laughs> well this was pretty early but but anyways you didn't answer was, my question though. that was <laughs> yeah, that this was is my cat early. ron jeremy <laughs> this is my frog, Peter North. <laughs> <laughs> this is the the hedgehog. I just call him hedgehog. Why does but... Dan keep asking us for a damn hedgehog for his? <laughs> <laughs> and also, R.I.P. Joel Reed, who did pass uh, during lockdown. Um, oh. What a so funny! He claims that he banged Marilyn Monroe, which while she was awake. <laughs> I, I would assume. But, I wouldn't. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, hilarious. Absolutely. Hilarious. Uh, um, so. Closing thoughts before we rate this one. Um, yeah. I, well, I, I'll say this. The, the new Vinegar Syndrome Blu-ray. Not that the last Blu-ray was bad, but this is definitely a step up. And uh, yeah. Great save. I, and I will be keeping my trauma Blu-ray too. Nice. Uh, just I get on, that on the movie. This is definitely worth seeking out, and now that's easily available, you should definitely check this out. I enjoy it. You'll enjoy 4K. it. Four K. Four K. So I'm a five. Just, just no shock. Pugs. I'll go with a five. Yeah, because I'm go. I'm between a four and a half and a five. But you know what? With the new upgrade, let's go five this time. Yeah, I'm a five on this one. Like I said, it it is. It's, it's unspeakable is another one that connected with me at the right age and right time, or the wrong age and the wrong time. Whatever you, however you want to put it. Like but. me and confused. Can, can you imagine if Herve Villachez did play Ralphus? He's got nipple clamps on. Debane, Debane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I know Dan was saving that. That was a good one, Dan. I give you props on it. Barry Horowitz. Oh, Jesus Christ. Happy Hanukkah, Barry. (laughs) Indeed. Indeed. Uh, Maybe he's the AEW devil. You never know. Uh, Yeah, indeed was the wrong character. I think that might have been revealed already, but who knows? Uh, No. I don't think so. Well, maybe. Um, It's 2024, Dan. Well, about to be. About to be. And about, uh, I don't know. Depends on revealed yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, Dan. Keep up. (laughs) So, our next film, which I'll show this off first. Pugs hate. (laughs) Lenticular. Oh yes, it's 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 a it's a nice. Do it a little slower, Dan. A little slower. I did. Fucking haunted golden girls is this? You're you're not you're not rushing through, Dan. Not rushing. Like it wasn't your first time. Slower. Come on, gotta get your rhythm going, Dan. Don't. Now I don't want to see it at all. I know. We're done, Dan. Show us the actual cover. Uh, you want the inside cover, you mean? Yes. Okay. That's the actual cover. That's not the slip cover, is it? Clarifying tag. There we have the, the that's the trum art. I, I do like the shitty trum art that's not included, but that's me. The one that doesn't even have. <laughs> it's just the, I, house, the yeah. Henry's daughter on the cover, we should say. <laughs> that, yes. I get that. Uh, so... Before we get into it, I will say this was a very shitty Blu-ray before this. Very shitty. Uh, so this the was one. Blu-ray. <laughs> it, it was like, I remember popping that in and being angry. That sucks, but I had a now. German DVD that looked much better. <laughs> that, that, was, that was what was ironic, too. It's just like. My shitty copy that I had forever at that point was like better. Made no sense. Um, so, um, 
so yeah, rabid grannies. Uh, let's get right into it uh, with. Well, yeah, go ahead. I was going to ask about the title because why isn't it called Rabbit Aunties? Well, we'll get into that because yeah, th- this movie it, it's it's a little bit strange because um, because you, you're right, they're not grand. They call them uh, ants throughout the whole fucking movie. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, yeah, and I I don't yeah, but we'll get into it. Uh, so this is from writer director Emmanuel Curvin. Uh, who who we'll talk about here in just a little bit. Uh, so, Rabbit Grannies is a 1988 film, and from the back cover, Elizabeth and Victoria Remington are two sweet elderly ladies who are looking forward to celebrating their shared birthday with their family at their enormous country mansion. Little do they realize that their obnoxious relatives, which include a freeloading playboy, an unscrupulous arms dealer, a brash condom manufacturer, and a and a terse lesbian magazine editor, are only interested in keeping their aunts in their aunts' good graces in the hopes of inheriting their vast wealth. The festivities are not long underway when a strange and sinister woman appears at the gates to deliver an unexpected gift from an estranged member of the family. A mysterious engraved wooden box, which when opened, instantly transforms the two old deers into ravenous, flesh-hungry hags. The terrified partygoers scatter throughout the mansion as one by one they meet a fittingly gruesome end at the clawed hand of the ghoulish geriatrics. Um, So um, Emmanuel Curvin is uh, kind of a a bit of a a character. (laughs) He actually had a brief flirtation with mainstream. He played Kurt Sloan in Kickboxer 2, um, which... No there's combo. a whole story yeah no um, I mean, is that I a like... good one without Van Dam? oh shut the fuck up Todd that's not even fun <laughs> I don't want to co-sign uh, with so... Dan don't make me <laughs> the, that was the Albert Pune uh, sequel and Van Dam did not come back for that Sasha Mitchell Thank uh, played David Sloan and and the director, Emmanuel, has a very small role in this. But Hold on, uh, Todd. You don't like Kickboxer? Uh, yeah. There's a Todd I, scene that, that is like high-fiving. I, I, maybe I need to rewatch it, but yeah, no. Okay. I, I, Bloodsport either. Didn't tell me that stupid fucking Todd, song, too. What the f- I, we've had this we, discussion we, numerous right. times. It's shocking every time. We are, no, we're just we're revisiting. We're revisiting the career of Jean-Claude Van Damme. We are revisiting his career. <laughs> well, we, we do we need, need an exclusive fist. best food fists. <laughs> Be sure to check that new there show. Oh, yes, tomorrow. The debut of Flesh Moon Fists uh, for our Die Hard review. There you go. Tomorrow. Uh, so, uh, is, so, Pugs, since this is a... Is this a first-time watch? This is oh, like the well, third or fourth. Okay, did you get well, to see you that awesome it. trauma Blu-ray. No, What what did you think uh, about this one? Obviously, you don't like it. I'm curious. Again, I was kayfabe and everybody. I do think this is the lesser of the two movies we're talking about today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this one for me does suffer from some pacing issues, but once it gets going, it's fucking awesome. The Gora guys in this are fucking phenomenal. The the fact the first thing we get is like a, a South Park Canadian, but like all monstery with a flapping head. That that's cool as fuck. Um, yeah, the only, the main thing that bothers me is that it's called Rabbit Granny, so I was expecting them to be grandmothers. I know I shouldn't be harping on this, but it's it's, it's an easy fucking fix. Uh, the cowardice uh, priest, hilarious. Um. The way it shot, like very old school horror, and like like old Universal monster, like with the dark shadows and like the long hallways, I like that. Yeah, um, it feels close closed in when they're locked in the rooms and stuff. But um, yeah, overall this is a fucking blast. It just it feels longer than the actual runtime. It's only because I think it takes a while to to start, and once you do get it going, 
there's like big, big pops, and then there's another lull, and then another big, big pop, and then a little lull, and then it goes into bonkers. I love when it goes bonkers. Um, it's fucking gross. I, I don't think it's scary, but it's massively fucking entertaining. So I do like this a lot, Dan. I was just, again, trying to help the show. That's okay. Everything up front. That's okay. That's understandable. <laughs> and, this, and this was not a Lloyd retitling where there was a simple rabbit aunties doesn't sound as cool as rabbit grannies because the actual title <laughs> translated is cannibal grannies. So still no grannies. But you know, yeah. it, being that it's a French word, I wonder if the Mimi's has multiple meanings because Mimi's sounds more anti than fucking. It does, and like Mexican sleepy, go Mimi's. <laughs> so, so I I don't know. Like it, that's the thing. It's like French. Like it mutated Mimi's. There you go. <laughs> it's a well, yeah, and I mean, this is a, a, a of course a Belgian film, but it's very weird because. They spoke French when they were doing it. No, they It was dubbed by British, people, right? So, like a lot of it didn't sync up particularly oh. well. And... Before we get too far, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but the fat, uh, not the fat guy, is the fat guy or the old guy? One of the guys going listen lesbian or however he says it <laughs> gets me every fucking time. <laughs> yeah. There are some points where it does make you laugh. I mean, this was a $150,000 budget movie. And uh, the producer actually is also a director who uh, did Lucker the Necrophagus uh, from 1986. So, you know, he had a he had a film out there. Um, there were some really strange trauma edits on this movie. Uh, it, it was it was a troubled production, and it is kind of a very bizarre tone because they kind of the first 40, 45 minutes roughly. This feels like it's going to be something very different. It almost starts as sort of a Agatha Christie style. Not to interrupt you, but I do find it funny while revisiting this. It's the same day I decided to watch Saltburn. I don't think Todd has seen it yet, so do not ruin it. Good double feature. <laughs> you know what? Yes, that is a good, it is a good double feature. All right. Well, you're moving that um, one up on my watch list. <laughs> Saltburn is not a horror movie, though. But but yeah, yeah I, starts, I know I, I saw you mention that. It starts off as like this sort of Agatha Christie meets old dark house kind of thing, and then it turns into like a wild Evil Dead two kind of knockoff, and. It is it is a little bit slower, but not unbearably so. Like I'm yeah. I'm interested enough. There's a few, like you said, what the fuck sort of laughs to do with the dubbing uh that works. And when the shit hits the fan, I do think this movie is quite entertaining. Uh the makeup's great. I think the uh the demons uh look fantastic. Uh again, lower budget movie from a country that's not particularly known for horror movies uh and although there are certainly some great ones but uh you know they this was kind of a, an unusual film at that time uh for the home country and i still think when this one is the, the highs outweigh the lows for me quite a bit i tend to enjoy this more and more every time i watch it it's not a classic cosine yeah yeah, it's not a classic by any means whatsoever, but uh, it, I don't know. I, There's a lot of charm. Here. If somebody, I can see this as somebody's favorite movie, especially if it's like the first thing they've saw, they've seen, and like, like that, yeah. had anything like this, I can see that sticking with someone. 47th in my trauma rankings. Can't believe the denier. The numbers don't add up. <laughs> well, you have to get through all of Lloyd's films first, and then. <laughs> yeah um so so yeah no i i do i do think this one holds up i used to always double it up with flesh-eating mothers which is a, a b movie that i absolutely adore uh and um yeah and this is another one i believe uh that uh also had some again some editing uh, issues and there's a couple know, different cuts. Yeah, there's a couple different cuts. So it's it's a movie that for sure Vinegar Syndrome 
has put out the definitive edition uh, at this point. So I would highly recommend the Blu-ray. If you've never watched this, this is the one uh, to grab. Uh, initially, the script was like 250 pages, which if you know movies, that's insane. <laughs> so you can you can imagine that's like Killers of the Flower Moon kind of territory. <laughs> and, um, and, and yeah, uh, I mean... Belgian uh, films uh, being, you know, funded by the government, like a horror film at that time was very rare. And they kind of go over in, you know, how that all of that worked and getting it made in France and all of that. Um, There is there have been plans to do a second one. There is a script out there. And an IMDb page. (laughs) There is. okay, And hopefully we'll get it. Hopefully we'll get it. Um, and I also wanted to put over, uh, do not miss on this Blu-ray. And again, we're not running down all the extras, but uh, Forgotten Scares. It's a 2016 documentary on Flemish horror. It's it's feature length. It's an hour, 39 minutes. If you're curious of some of the history of some of the great genre films to come out of that area, check it out. Because again, you don't think of, this country when it comes to horror but there's there's actually even though not great in number there's a hell of a tradition uh so i highly recommend you watch that documentary uh so yeah uh if you're a fan of 80s splatter flicks this is i'd say this is a must see just you know be patient it takes a little bit to get to the the gooey effects but when you get there uh there's some great gore in this film and it certainly goes above and beyond what the budget was so what do you rate this one guys rabbit grannies what do you say um todd did you go enough you're muted you're muted yeah um uh yeah i I, dan covered everything that whatever i was gonna throw in it he covered copy and paste (laughs) right on yeah (laughs) um (laughs) I'm a four today. That's where I'm at on this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am also a four out of five. And I, I used to be a three and a half. So it is growing. Like Dan, like Dan said, every time I watch it, this is like the third or fourth time. I can't remember which. Um, I do find myself enjoying it more and more. So it will be the last I know, time I see it. Yeah, I know there's some listeners of, of our show that saw this for the first time on the shitty Blu-ray and kind of had mixed uh, feelings. The upgrade is more than enough that you might see this a little bit differently. Uh, it, it, like I said, it's a flawed film in a lot of ways, uh, but all things considered, I'd still give this a very enthusiastic four stars. I do love it. I think it's entertaining. It's not the masterpiece that Bloodsucking Freaks was, but nonetheless, together, I'd say this is probably one of our stronger trauma shows. We got two heavy hitters. Yeah, and tonight. if we tricked you with that vinegar syndrome at, at- Graphic to get here, it was worth it. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we, we went, we're doing two graphics on the trauma shows just to get them because certain people, orc, will orc, who's probably not even listening to this right now. So I'll cut a promo on you, orc. You need to get <laughs> into where you can't trauma. hear it, you puss. <laughs> right? You need to get into trust. Somebody will tell him you need to get into trauma because this is like a 50 cent fucking teasing Mayweather. <laughs> and this, this slow it down, fucker. Well, I've shown it. It's there you go. One particular, there you go. Two pump he has a new target. I'm enjoying that. So, yes, yes, Orc. Uh, you will, we will send you the non trauma graphic. Uh, so. With that being said, we're going to have a lot more trauma coverage. Uh, Be sure to comment this video. Let us know what you think. Is there a trauma film that you would like us to cover uh, as well, which you can also get on our Patreon, which starts at just $1. You can enjoy exclusive, uncensored, early uh, content. We don't uh, say uncensored anymore, Dan. I can't drop the N-bomb. Oh, okay. Yes, that's kind of a good rule for life. But, yes. So... (laughs) Yes, Dan just you, you, you hear that, my fellow N words? He said you can't say it. I didn't say that, Pugs. God damn it. Patreon.com slash you can say it, no though. talking during the plugs. 
patreon.com slash uh... features. It all starts at just one dollar. You, you can yes, so yes, lots of spicy stuff. How about that? Including our femme fatales uh reviews, which we're doing right now. You can check those out amongst many other hangouts and, and cool shit in general. And also free, get on our Discord, which is very, very active. Uh, like I said, there's some other podcast personalities in there, people you probably recognize from many, many chats uh, throughout the YouTube. And uh, you'll never miss a physical media sale. You'll never, you'll always be up to date on the latest fast food because that's a big thing in our Discord. Uh, so it's a good place and that's free. So join the Discord. It won't cost you anything. And uh, you can also uh, throw out suggestions <clears throat> for us. My voice is going to shit tonight because wild New Year's party. Uh, so I'm losing my voice. <laughs> Which it should be stuck. I'm not going to try to fix you. <laughs> Absolutely. The ball is dropping right it's, as we... It's the time difference. That's what's going on. <laughs> I was going to say it was because he was sucking off right. blood sucking freak so hard. That too. That is true. That is true. There you go. Uh, so yeah, comment the video. Let us know. Is there an obscure trauma movie that you like that you think we should uh, we should consider covering in the future? And we We'll definitely be open to that. Uh, so, guys, on that note, how do we end this one? We had, we send it out with a trauma thing, Todd. What what line? What line should we do to end this this great episode? Sergeant Kabuki Man. I never <laughs> cornholed me a blind chick. There you go. Do our normal one, Dan. Say good evening. Yeah. I'd... Well, how many? All right. Good night. Mr. Todd. Good evening. <laughs> I'll see you in New Zealand. Happy New Year. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.